0: The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV for 16 and Pregnant. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV 16 and Pregnant After Show.
1: welcome ladies and gentlemen
2: hello you are tuned in to afterbuzz TV the 16 and pregnant after show I am Tiffany Williams and I am hosting solo this evening <clears throat> but I do have the lovely super producer Phil Speedtech, Tech joining me from the booth what's up
1: hello you don't know this Tiffany but back when Ed Bowling you got to go through the afterbuzz <laughs> archive history he was hosting he uh, him and I would he'd kind of hosted solo. And I'd kind of help him co-host, but Ed was great. And uh, I'm excited to see what you do on your first solo show. So
2: much pressure. Thank you for giving me that pressure off the top, but it's okay. It's all good. Hopefully, I can fill Ed's shoes tonight. Are you ready to discuss teen pregnancy with me? I am. All right. Well, so... Luckily,
1: not firsthand. I'm not. (laughs) I don't know it firsthand.
2: Well, I will fill you in. So this episode, we were introduced to a young lady who was a high school junior by the name of Summer. She resides in Collins, Georgia. And her thick southern accent took me back home a little bit. I'm from Alabama. And so like maybe I'm gonna host the whole episode tonight with a you thick do it. southern accent. I'm gonna talk like this. And because their accent was so sweet and innocent, and I just loved it so much.
1: <laughs> um, I'm loving yours. <laughs> You're pulling it off quite nice.
2: Quite nice. Well, I am from Alabama, so. Um, anyways, the, the scene opened up on a big monster truck of Summer driving her and her three half-sisters around. They were actually going to go get manicures, and we learned then that her mother... Uh, was a strug- is a struggling addict. She has a pill addiction, and she's kind of abandoned all four of the girls and kind of left them to be raised by their fathers. So they go off to get their nails done in the salon, and um, they they share a moment of sadness because their mother basically abandoned them. And Summer um, says that she had to be basically raised by her dad and they kind of discuss the awkwardness of getting your lady your lady time they call it your period basically and your dad having to go buy tampons for you and bras for you because their mom was not available and i think that um that kind of weighed heavily on summer throughout the episode because she did not want to end up like her mother phil
1: I have well, I have a question for you. Um, you know, whenever for me at least, when when I listen to um, the 60 and Pregnant after shows here, um, I'm always curious to do the girls. Kind of, what mold do they fit in? In the, in the sense of, you know, kind of uh, if they're even, even, perhaps even if there is a stereotype of like, oh, this is what led to this, and so you know, you're already kind of saying uh, the mother wasn't in her life and things like that now she's the oldest so perhaps she's rebelling you know against responsibility just in general you know or perhaps the only only person that she has in her life to follow suit is the mother and so she doesn't know the right way to go about it
2: i always wonder that too and i was watching this episode and i couldn't help but wonder you know because i know this does not only happen to a certain type of girl surely there is a wealthy family out there with a teen pregnancy happening but it's, it, this whole season, it's kind of been one, I don't want to say train wreck after another, but it just is getting increasingly worse. And these, the common denominator in all of these episodes has been that these girls don't have a strong female figure to look up to or just strong roots at home whatsoever. So Summer in this episode wasn't living at home at all. She had moved out at a young age because her mother could not take care of her and she was living with her boyfriend. DJ, which I imagine that's how the baby came about. So, well,
1: that that's what was surprising to me is the fact that he was, um, he was supportive most of the time, at least for me, I look at, you know, especially being that young, As a guy, you want to run for the hills.
2: Exactly. No
1: responsibility. What? What? I'm out. I don't want to say this,
2: but I can't blame them. Like, if I was a dude in that situation, like I would change. I would pull a Donald Draper quickly. But I'm not encouraging that. Don't do it. It's wrong. You got to be responsible. If you do the crime, you got to do the time.
1: I I mean, I think I think first and foremost, just be responsible (laughs) from the get go, rather than that. But yeah, I mean, it's just so tough because you're not. I mean, legally, you're not even considered an adult and so and
2: you're not and sometimes it's painful to watch their decision making process because you realize that these are very irresponsible kids that have to grow up very quickly and in this case i i loved that dj was very supportive of his girlfriend they they were already living together which is something that most couples don't really get to until they're in their 30s but because she had no home her his parents basically became her parents and so they kind of were managing her life and making sure that she finished school on time he had already dropped out to get his ged uh but he stuck by her he wrote a nice little song for her in the beginning and they seemed very much in love they seemed very mature together um so i i thought that was quite impressive um as did i
1: i mean you know it's I don't know. If it, for me, at least, it, it's been a while since I revisited the show, and so uh, it's just kind of nice to see that side of it. it. You know, it's to me, it's different from what I've seen on the show. Absolutely. As, you know, not that I'm you know seeing every episode, <laughs> not that but you're, uh,
2: super fan. But
1: you know, by any means, not not as much as you guys certainly, oh. but um, you know, I, I can respect it. And and yeah, I mean, you know, I I do I can respect any person, male, female, that can make the best of a situation in that respect and, and, um, you know, maybe despite uh, certain circumstances still make the best of any situation and, you know, not run away from it.
2: Absolutely. And he definitely demonstrated that throughout uh, the series, but we do have some news and gossip to get to a little later. Uh, That says otherwise. Um, So... One of the things that she relied on him heavily for was the failed relationship with her mother. Like she wanted to keep putting trust in her mom, but her mother had let her down so many times because of her pill addiction. So there's one scene where she is visiting her mom and her mom is like, I've been clean for three weeks. And she was, uh, Summer was a little bit shocked because her mom has never been clean for that long. And even her mom kind of looked like she was lying a little bit. But, you know, it was a good, happy moment for them. Flash forward to a week later when Summer goes to pick up her mom to have a nice little girls night out because they've never had that during their whole relationship because their mom is an addict. And um, her mom is obviously high the whole time. And Summer starts whispering in the car, like, it's just her her mom and, like, a tiny GoPro camera, like, no one's around. But she's, like, whispering, I can't believe you're high, you're high, you're messed up, mom. And she was devastated. And it was really hard to watch because she had she had looked forward to spending so much time with her mom and her mom showed up high like the one night that they have together
1: it's that and it's also you know at at a time like this you know when the mom's going to become now the grandmother and you know this is the person that you know now okay you're trying to get perhaps answers from any which way you can and okay you have your own mother so how do you you know you can be like okay well i certainly don't want to be a mother like this and, you know, you would hope that perhaps this situation changes, you know, um, the relationship that's already pre-existing. And so I, I don't think it was just more uh, just about the spending of that time. I think it was like, OK, this could symbolize a new change for everybody. You know, my relationship with her can completely change and maybe she can get better and maybe she can be a positive influence on me. So that way I can be a good mother to my child.
2: Wouldn't that be a likely story? needless to say she i mean she definitely seemed more responsible in this scenario than her mother and she ended the date without even going out at all because she was so hurt she called uh she called dj up and was crying and she's like i can't believe she would she would be high this one time that we get to spend together so the date ended early she was pissed off at her mom and then flash forward to another day where she, you know, is defending her mom to DJ, basically sharing that she loves her mom so much. She wants to hang out with her and have a relationship with her, but it's just not possible. So I think to take uh, their minds off of things, they kind of went shopping for the baby and um, they couldn't afford to buy a crib at the store. So they bought one online and this again here's the thing
1: nothing wrong with that i mean you know
2: it's not but then you you think about how people go to great lengths to baby proof everything and to do all of you know this extra stuff and they kind of it made me uncomfortable because and there's nothing wrong with buying baby things here's the
1: thing baby okay baby proof like yeah you absolutely want to baby proof but one of the easiest baby proof methods is to always be with, you know what I mean? Have right. a constant lookout for the baby. So there are cheap alternatives, i.e. just always have a parental uh, s- supervisor or whatever you call them, um, watching the child.
2: Okay. Well, let me, let me see how you would handle this scenario for your unborn child. You go to buy a baby crib and you arrive. The baby crib is on the outdoor porch um the lady has a patch on her eye when she comes to the door the crib is loose and kind of wiggly i mean how do you approach that it just the whole thing seems a little unsafe
1: i get that aspect of it but you know in in that respect you know what i mean they were trying to just figure out a way to do it so it was you know what i mean you can't you can't necessarily put that on them and say like they're unsafe parents.
2: No, you can't say that. I can't say that. I'm definitely, I definitely might be on a little bit of a high horse here, and I take, I take full responsibility for that. But I could not put my baby in a wiggly crib that I found on somebody's porch. So, anyways, they get the port, they get the crib. They're excited about it. It looks nice from the outside. It looks fine. They get it back home. Bring it into the house without cleaning it or anything. And... The crib has bugs crawling out. Now that's gross. That is gross. The mattress everywhere. <laughs> like there are bugs everywhere, and they take the mattress out in the house and they put it against the wall. Like, what are you doing? You're gonna infest your carpet, your couches, and everything. Um, so they, I just don't feel like they thought that through at all. Luckily, the mother was there to kind of step in, and she's like, you know what? We can take this mattress outside. We'll hose it off. It's all good. You got a crib. It'll be fine. Um and so I don't know that whole scene just made me very uncomfortable. Am I being a little snobby, Phil? you can tell me not, not in
1: that respect i mean certainly again there's there's things that tater on unsafe safe and but here's the thing certainly, especially for a child you know where they're so su- su- susceptible to diseases and things of that nature certainly um Infestations—you don't want to mess with that. Exactly. And so the, you know, so you kind of have to teeter the line quite a bit. But you know, again, it's nice that his mother was it, there, was there for them. And you know, again, they kids like any any time you have situations like this, I think you know people just need a really good support system. Exactly, because they they're not equipped to handle this on their own just Ex- yet.
2: And and I think that it's definitely. The producers are aware of that, and they kind of, in their shooting, they make you know that these are kids that we're dealing with here. And in in their decision-making, you know, it it definitely reflects that as well. Another uh, questionable decision that came up during this episode was DJ, the boyfriend. He decided, uh, maybe a couple weeks out from the birth of their baby, that he wanted to have a pet pit bull. A baby pit bull for $85 and this was um, he broke the news to everyone at her baby shower uh, that he was going to go and buy a pit bull that day and of course uh, the decision was met with an unfavorable response his mother for one thing he lives at his mom's house and he's bringing a pet there for two he has a newborn baby that's due any moment and he's spending money and time to train a baby pitbull, so i
1: mean it's 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 almost like having a another child
2: it's definitely you know, having it's, another it's, child
1: it's definitely time it's definitely money, and you know while while pitbull may be easier, it's certainly not going to be easier if you have a child on its way
2: exactly, so having a newborn baby and a newborn puppy. It was just kind of like the worst. I felt like it could have been one of the worst decisions ever. And then not to, and I know pit bull lovers are going to hate me for saying this, but aren't pit bulls the worst to have around babies? I've read and I've done several segments in other work on how pit bulls tend to be a little more aggressive in nature. I know people always blame that on the owner, but they tend to be a little more aggressive around babies have you heard anything like that phil
1: um i don't know if i can verify that or not i mean from from my perspective the only thing is you know uh i can see i can see where if you're um a a new parent you kind of want and you're a dog lover maybe you want you know the child to be have a dog and things like that but first off if it's just born it's never gonna be able to play with the dog um you don't have a grasp of um, uh, having a child yet? So typically, when most parents, most uh, let's say responsible parents, get a, a pet for the kid, let's say the kids are at least four. Yeah, you know what I mean, because then because then it could, they could play with each other. Um, in terms of the pit pulls specifically, I know I didn't really answer your question. I don't know. <laughs> it's 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 tough. It's to me, in the case of him, it just shows that perhaps he's you know where he was, you know. Now it's it's almost like wet feet. Right now, you're getting close to the date, so it's like, okay, let me figure out something that can distract me.
2: You know what? That makes a lot of sense. I didn't think of it that way, but it's totally, like, some sort of defense mechanism that's happening that he feels a need to get something else. So, like, the mother, her... her. Um response to him was, you cannot take care of a dog right now. And she, and he goes, oh, but I can take care of a baby and I can't take care of a dog. What do you mean by that? Which I didn't even understand that defense. It just made no sense to me. But needless to say, the dog, he went and bought the dog. Summer actually never said anything directly to him. I think she just wanted to avoid confrontation with her baby daddy, which is a smart girl. Uh, but, uh, she was definitely pissed off about the idea of him spending money on anything other than their baby. And so he went and brought the baby home. And it was a tiny little cute dog, but it was was in need of training. I think, like, he may have... Pete in the house well, it's tra- that it's day. It,
1: it, it's just so much work goes into a dog. Definitely, you know, and um, what well, people don't realize that if a dog misbehaves, it's not on the dog; it's on you, right? You know, which they, they should also know that about it. it it's gr- a dog is a great practice for a kid, mm-hmm. but not when you are about <laughs> when
2: you're about to have a kid yeah. in a week. You don't need to go get a dog. Um, so a week later, Summer, while she's going to the toilet, discovers that her water has broken. And uh, this kind of lights up DJ's face. He's filled with joy, and they kind of rush off to the hospital. And in the emergency room, or in her hospital room, she debates about whether or not she should contact her mother, and she eventually does, because she would want to share that with her mom. Now, back and forth, they've ha- she's had some back and forth with her mom leading up to this, about whether or not she would let her mom babysit her child. Um, alone. And her mom kind of has some resentment, but she understands Summer's concerns. Like, would you leave your mother knowing that she's an addict and she could be irresponsible with your child?
1: No, you at that point, you can't, you just you have to be no matter how much you may love your mom. um, It's only hurting her Um, in the sense that, you know, she has to hit rock bottom if she's going to change. And so but if she's really that angry that she cannot see the child, and it's like, okay, I will prove to you that it can be clean, um, f- you know, and do it do it for a long time. It might even take a year, let's say, but do that and prove the daughter wrong. And then, you know what, then, then it's good. Now you're building your family.
2: Building that family. Well, uh, to tease to a little bit later, we'll get to how Rock Bottom has not come yet for her. But Summer does make the decision to invite her mom to... The emergency room, and um, her mother is like, Okay, I'll be there, just let me find a ride. And so, eventually, Summer has about five ladies in the delivery room with her. There's her stepmother, DJ's mother, her mother, and her aunt. And at some point, all of the ladies are just kind of discussing the horrors of having a child and how much it hurts. And they spend maybe two minutes going back and forth about how excruciating it is, how much pain she's going to suffer within the next hour or so to deliver that baby, and how it's absolute hell to have a kid. And uh, all the while, Summer's freaking out. And she's like, can you just shut up? I don't want to hear about it. You're freaking me out. And her mom, like, cut to her mom. She's like, can they just give her something? Give her some drugs to calm her down. We're like, Mom, <laughs> can that not be your go-to? Can you let her do this naturally? Uh, but anyway, she does eventually get some some medicine to calm her down. And out pops Baby. Um which was a happy moment for everyone in the delivery room. There were a bunch of tears and hugs and 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 faces of joy, but the joy was definitely short lived because soon after everyone left the delivery room, the baby had an irregular heartbeat and a regular breathing pattern, so she had to be rushed off to the nearby town of Savannah, Georgia to have that issue examined further leaving dj and summer alone to kind of ponder you know over over this sudden drop and happiness. i mean
1: the just in general i feel like uh from what i've seen at least childbirth is just such a weird thing in in the sense that you have a child and then you you just want to hold it right Mm -hmm. but then even if let's say it's perfectly healthy it still has to be taken away from you, you know, for testing and, you know, and, and for the various things. And so it's just such a weird feeling, all, you know, to begin with in the best of circumstances. So I can only imagine what it'd be, but like, if you're like, wait, what? Right. And, and at, a, at such a, such a young age.
2: At such a young age. It's just such a fragile moment too, especially after going through like that tumultuous experience of hours and hours and hours of labor, and then you're so happy and on this high that it's here, and then, you know, now it's in another city because it has brain, uh, lung and uh, lung and heart um, irregularities. So they end up going to Savannah, Georgia to check on the baby, and it turns out that he just had, uh, I think, a bacterial infection that they monitored for a little bit, put him on antibiotics, and eventually they were able to bring him home, but... Because he had to stay in the hospital that long, um, I think it was about a week, they had to borrow money from DJ's dad in order to pay for it. And that also goes to show you, like, babies are expensive. And you incur so many unexpected um, fees from having a baby. And it was and just kind of sad to and watch. And it's only going
1: to continue, you know, you want to be the best parent, uh you know anyone wants to be that they can be and so you know you err on the side of caution you know especially in those initial weeks or months even of like okay well what is this okay got to get it checked out you know even though it could be nothing obviously you don't, you don't want to look back and say oh we could have done something but we didn't right and so unfortunately that does add up a lot
2: yeah it does it it adds up a lot and they got a taste of that in the first week of being parents um, later they eventually brought the baby home about a week later and, uh, you could see a sign of relief or in DJ's face. And he says, uh, I think I'm going to move to Oregon. <laughs> and he says it a few times. And they're like, what are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to go to Oregon. I'm going to go to Oregon. Thank God for the caption underneath it. Cause he means he's going to go to Oregon and he says he wants to go there because nothing bad ever happens in Oregon. I don't know what that has to do with him and his kid. But apparently that's a theory out there. And I haven't heard before, but I've been to Oregon and I may maybe I agree with him on that.
1: I've never heard of that either.
2: I haven't either. But apparently Oregon is the place to be if you don't want any drama in your life. So uh, now our new parents have their baby at home. And uh, they get to experience the joys of parenthood, the diaper changing and the crying at 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. and in the, you know, 30-minute intervals of baby fits. And uh, Summer starts to realize how difficult it is to be a student and also a mom. So she's on her junior year in, in high school. She was attempting to finish up. Her one promise that she made to DJ's parents when they let her stay was to finish up her high school diploma and not settle for a GED. So at some point she realizes that that's not going to happen. It's just too hard to be a full-time parent and also a full-time student. And so she breaks the news to DJ's parents and tells them that she has decided to get her GED instead. And this is also kind of an uncomfortable scene to watch because they have given her a lot. They've given her a place to stay. They've given her guidance and money and and, and basically been there, her parents, while her parents have been away. And the one thing that they've asked in return was for her to finish up her high school diploma in order for her to make something of herself, quote unquote. And uh, so he the father was extremely disappointed that she had come to the conclusion that she would get her GED. And then her the his mother, you know, even said that, you know, I'm disappointed too. This is all we've asked of you because right now GED, in my opinion, stands for a good enough diploma. It's not really a replacement. So that was kind of uncomfortable to watch but she did stand her ground in her decision i thought that that they would make her change her mind but apparently you know she stuck to her guns and she was determined to stop school because it's impossible to juggle both and and with the baby crying every 30 minutes i can imagine so
1: yeah i mean it's i don't know exactly what i would do in that situation either um so yeah i mean ultimately the decision was hers and and, uh, you know, as long as she should by it, then I can get behind it, too.
2: Shortly, shortly after uh, that scene, we got a call from her sister who had some bad news for summer. Her mother had been arrested for writing bad checks and forgery and was facing two years in prison. So that was also another—it's like when—in <laughs> this episode, it was full of, you know, left turns quickly. And, and and I was very surprised by Summer's resilience through all of these adversities that she faced. She—I I think we only saw her shed a tear once. She was a very strong girl. So uh, she and DJ went to visit her mother with her child— in order to spend some time with her because she could be facing two years in prison for forgery. And I think that I want to say that this was her mother's realization that she might have hit rock bottom, but I don't know because she was so out of it, you know, on pills. And, and sometimes when you are on drugs, you just kind of tend to spiral and spiral and spiral and you have no idea of, of what is happening in your life until you do hit that rock bottom. So the the scene in her mother's living room with Summer and DJ and the newborn baby was heartbreaking because this was the, the first time that we've seen Summer kind of break down during this episode and she was still, you know, crying a bit, but she was comforting her mother who was in tears the whole time because her mom, you know, there's a, a baby here that she's a grandmother to that she might miss a few years of, her li- of the, Peyton's life now and it, and it was kind of hard to watch. So, um, she, she, her mother admitted to the crime. You know, I thought maybe she would plead not guilty or something, but she admitted to the crime. And she's like, you know, I wasn't even thinking when I was writing all those bad checks that this was actually something bad. And, you know, it it caught up with her unexpectedly. And now, um, and now she's facing two years in prison. So that was, that was pretty sad. But, um, they kind of got through that. You know, DJ was definitely her rock throughout that situation, too, as he was throughout the whole episode. You know, he even said, I got you. You got me. And that's really all that we need at the end of it. It was nice. A nice little twist to a sad ending of sorts. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I don't. I don't think I can remember a 16 and pregnant that was nice.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, they they I guess they're not nice, but you kind of have to find some nice some You have to find solace. Right, some nice solace in in all of it. I do want to get to some news and gossip though.
0: Afterbus TV Yay! news.
2: So according to Radar Online, they actually just posted this article about Summer and DJ's relationship. Apparently, they eventually got married um, shortly after the baby was born. And Summer recently walked in on DJ in their new home with his mistress. And a fight ensued. So our loving boy DJ apparently was cheating on her, started cheating on her. And uh, in her statement, Summer actually posted about this on her Ask FM page. She says that he cheated on me because he thought that I was cheating on him, and I'm going to try to stay with him in order to work it out for the baby because i think that they do That's love a terrible each other. by the way if he
1: told her that i thought you were cheating so i, I
2: so i cheated
1: <laughs> that is oh my that is the world's worst mind alive. you they're
2: teenagers they're teenagers phil give them a break um but it's not like you haven't heard that excuse before it's just still equally bad even when you you hear it from a 17 year old um, if,
1: if you think your spouse is cheating you talk with them about it and say hey are you cheating You don't cheat. What are you proving?
2: You're so practical, Phil. I don't know what we're going to do with you. There's no use for that type of sensibility in this world. I don't know. Uh, Anyways, in her statement, she says, Don't worry. I whipped that B's A. I got me some, and it's all good. So apparently, she feels like she got her revenge on his mistress, and now all is right with the world. They're going to try to work it out. Uh, But I'm going to get to some predictions, because... I don't know about that. And now,
0: your After Buzz TV predictions.
2: So, I'm going to predict that maybe the mom will get out of prison and realize that, you know, I looked horrible. I, and maybe it could be sobering for her to watch some of the pain that she caused her, her daughter in this episode alone. And maybe she will you know, get her act together and, and be there for Summer and Peyton. I'm also predicting since the fight happened and Summer kind of felt like she got a revenge on the mistress and they kind of cleared up the understanding of, I thought you were cheating. No, I thought you were cheating. They realized that neither one of them were cheating. Actually, one of them was cheating. I think they're going to move past it because during this whole episode, they seem very much in love with each other right? as much as 17 year olds can be. I think they will work through it because they are some good Southerners. And us Southerners and us people from the South, we know how to stick by people and we know how to take care of our own. And uh, with that said, I think we're gonna, it's time to wrap this up, Phil. What do you say?
1: I agree. Where can we find you?
2: You can find me at latransplant.com, which is a website dedicated to people looking to move to Los Angeles and make friends here. And also you can find After Buzz TV on iTunes. Be sure to rate and subscribe and download and let us know what you think. Until next week, I will see you then